0: Father God, we thank you for coming into the world in the person of Jesus to save us, to teach us, to challenge us, to serve us. We pray that as we unpack your word in Luke 12, you will speak to us, prompting us to be ready for you coming again. In Jesus' name. Amen. imagine that the Queen was coming to your house for tea tomorrow what would you do it's not a rhetorical question what would you do a bit of tidying up yeah <laughs> and there's a visual aid there Uh, I made made sure not to, we we sometimes talk about hoovering, but we mean vacuuming, don't we? Because Dyson and all the other products would do that. All sorts of tidying we would do if the Queen were coming to tea tomorrow. If we knew that she was coming tomorrow. But just suppose she said, well, I'm definitely coming, but it might not be tomorrow. It might be next week might be next year? Don't know. What would we do? Well, every time we come into this building, we're reminded that Jesus will come again. We look at the front, we're reminded that uh, he's come in the past, the cross and the crown and so on. But then the words, till he come. Uh, He's going to come again. Verse 35, Jesus says we need to keep our lamps burning. Some of you will, will know there used to be a picture over there from which this is taken, uh, the light of the world. Um, a lamp shining. Now when I was, um, I used to be a governor uh, school uh, for many years and um, I left that after 11 years there. And uh, the governors gave me, gave me this. Uh, And I'm pleased they gave me a lamp like this because it showed they were aware that I was in the business of uh, offering people the light of the world, trying to shine that into some dark places and some messed up situations. And uh, so I keep that. Uh, Those of you who know my study, that the uh, lamp is always in my study. And uh, we're meant to keep our lamps burning, aren't we? Give me oil in my lamp. You, those of you who looked ahead on the service sheet will know that's our last song today. We sometimes sing that, don't we? Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. And um, burning lamps shine God's light into dark places. They bring God's peace into troubled lives. And uh, burning lamps make us ready to <laughs> handle situations which might be uncertain we don't know what's going to happen but uh, if the lamp is still burning then the light is shining and we're able to handle uh, some quite uncertain situations if you want to look at some more examples then there's some in Matthew 25 that Jesus says a bit more now the picture that's uh, just appeared on the screen is a painting uh, ...from the Battle of Britain in 1940. And it depicts, of course, the word readiness. Uh, and th- that's the guts of what are If you just want to remember two words from this morning's sermon... ...they're the ones on the service sheet, be ready. That's what Jesus said. Be ready. And the picture shows the pilots, they're sort of relaxing, yes... ...but they're alert. And their life jackets are on, they're ready to scramble... Uh, They know that Luftwaffe is going to come again. Uh, They don't know exactly when, they don't know exactly where, they don't know exactly how many, but they're ready to jump in their spitfires and hurricanes and uh, climb to heights and meet whatever threat is coming. And actually this painting is a good illustration of what readiness is. It's not yet doing the activity for which you're getting ready but it is being ready, prepared, equipped, and so on, for whatever that might be. Spiritually speaking, uh, readiness involves knowing God in our experience, serving God in our obedience, and sharing God in our faithfulness. All of those are characteristics of spiritual readiness. Look at verse 37. In it, uh, Jesus says it will be good for those who are found ready. He says, it, it, interestingly, he doesn't talk about them serving their master. He talks about their master serving them. Christians realize that our, our own efforts are never enough. We can't earn a place in God's good books Uh, by our works and so on. We need Jesus to save us, forgive us. We need Jesus to serve us, actually. That's why we've sung the Servant King. Yes, he's king, hence the crown, but he's also the servant, hence the cross. We need Jesus to save us and to serve us. Look on, look at verse 38. Jesus continues. I expect most of us, by the way, have had the experience of waking up for somebody coming home late and we find ourselves a task to do like this, to make sure we keep awake and don't don't drop off. Um, I know uh, that uh, I I can picture myself doing that and uh, sometimes you're wondering what it is that's going to keep you awake, but you want to be awake for when a person comes home. Actually, Jesus says that readiness is kind of like this. When we do stay up late and wait for somebody, how do we feel when they they arrive home? We're pleased when they get home safely. That's what we've been waiting up for. And we're pleased when it happens. And probably also a little bit relieved that now we can go to bed, but whatever. Jesus says there's something of all of this in waiting for him, being ready for him. He doesn't say, by the way, Jesus is not saying, don't sleep. Um, Remember, he slept even, even when his disciples wanted him to be really awake. He went to sleep in the boat in the storm. And part of being a human is just sleeping. We need our sleep, it's valuable. And uh, I'm getting lots of illustrations of that at the moment because I'm not sleeping very well. And uh, it's not not great, actually, when it comes time to get up. You're kind of relieved because you haven't been really asleep through the night. And um, sleep is a really important part of being human. Now, years ago, when I was in the overseas aid business... um, Uh, When I had to catch a plane early in the morning, as I sometimes did, Uh, then I'd go to bed at night, uh, but I'd pack the bag and leave it right by the front door, all ready with all the essentials of uh, of going. The go bag was ready, and knowing that it was ready, then I was able to go to sleep. We sleep very deeply, actually, sometimes. Uh, Surprisingly so, until the driver arrived early in the morning. Uh, And he got used to finding me uh, just waking up, really. Uh, But the flip side of being ready is like this, being unready. Jesus touches on this, doesn't he? In verse 39, look look at verse 39. Jesus touches on what it is to be unready. And much of society all around us is like this picture, actually. Uh, It's just kind of sleepwalking towards disaster. We Christians often use the bridge illustration, don't we? We talk about the chasm of sin and death, all things that are wrong in life need to be forgiven, and the cross being the way, the bridge over that. Uh, that's great. But this picture just shows not the cross as the bridge, it just shows the chasm. And this person is about to fall into it. The person seems happy and seems oblivious uh, to the danger. But her next step will lead to death and disaster. We need to be ready for Jesus. We need to step on to the bridge of his cross. That's why we've got this collection of things at the very front of visual aid. That we can always look at the cross, reminding ourselves that that's partly in the, in the in the past, but also partly in the future. Till he come, being ready for him coming again. Now Christians are not exempt from being unready. I said that last picture was uh, was about a lot of society sleepwalking uh, towards disaster. Well, sometimes we're like this antelope on the left Uh, we should be wary but we're actually so busy so full of comfort and complacency that uh, we're just lapping up the water and not noticing what's kind of next to us which is the lion, something's going to eat us we should be, this antelope should be running away Uh, putting some distance between Themselves and the lion but actually what they're doing is just being comfortable and feeding, drinking actually but uh, getting used to uh, being close to the lion sometimes we underestimate the lion and uh, 1 Peter 5.8 says this Peter writes, our enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour and then he goes on resisting resisting we're not to be lulled into too close a relationship with the lion the last picture is this one and uh, verse 40 is the end of the passage we're looking at this morning and it just reiterates really the main message of what Jesus has said main message is be ready. What does it mean? Sleepless nights? Well, I hope that doesn't mean... I hope you realise by now that it does not mean sleepless nights. Jesus himself slept, as I said. Does it mean only get involved in church activities? Is that the way to be ready, to be so full of church that uh, there's not much room for much else? It doesn't mean that either. Jesus clearly wanted us to be engaged with the world around us. He did that himself. He started to shock people by the way he was engaged. They called him a glutton and a drunkard. And he wants us to be (coughs) engaged with the world around us as well. A picture on the screen shows a busy street scene. And uh, it shows people going about their daily business. You can't tell who are the Christians and who are not. The point is that being, being ready doesn't mean we can't go about our daily business but de- being ready means having our minds so set on things above and not just things immediately in front of us uh, that uh, we can, we can get, get, get on with the things that are right in front of us knowing that actually what really matters is something else entirely. Now, I had a good illustration a few years ago of this. I found myself uh, playing uh, sport with a friend who was an RAF pilot, and um, uh, he was on three-hour readiness to fly to Afghanistan at the time. But uh, he said he didn't didn't want to stop living. He just wanted to go on with life as normal, but uh, had to make sure, obviously, his mobile was with him. And I thought, as I've reflected on that, that was a great illustration. We could get on. He could get on with. He, obviously, the fact that he was about to go to Afghanistan was looming up the most in his mind, and uh, that was a big deal. But he was able to get on with his daily life. Indeed, he wanted to get on with his daily life. And uh, spiritually speaking, readiness is like that. It's like uh, being able to deal with what's right in front of us, but bearing in mind what's above. <coughs> Spiritually speaking, then, readiness means being, living a life of response to God, uh, showing that he's our first priority, and having a right relationship with him, and then getting on with life, with all the uh, all the things that it might bring. So as we finish with Luke 12, because we're going to... Move on to something else next week, but as we finish with Luke 12 today, I think Jesus wants to challenge us about being ready. Is our relationship with God right? Are we ready for Him? If not, then let's respond to God now with all we are and all we have. Uh, But if we are ready, then let's just renew our commitment to be ready to bring his gospel of peace. we, We live in a world full of busyness, full of troubled minds, and God's peace changes everything in it. Everything hinges on whether we're ready for Jesus. That's why Paul wrote, I implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that uh, for that reminder in those words at the front of church, and what we've read today, that you will come again, and you call us to be ready. There will come times in our lives when we need to be ready we're sorry when we've got for the times when we've been so wrapped up with the things right in front of our nose that we don't see things uh, above and ahead that really matter we don't see your priorities we pray please that you will help us see your uh, big picture of the ups and downs of life yes and not be so caught up in those that we forget the most important thing of all, being right with you. We pray that we won't uh, be like that business of see walking towards the chasm or uh, getting too friendly with the lion, or those illustrations that we've used today. We pray, please, that you are be the bridge that makes us right with you, And help us to live the right way in response. In Jesus' name. Amen.